You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Welcome back to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. I hope that you are having a great day. And again, thank you for spending just a few minutes of your day with us here today at Road Talk. We are completing today a series that we have been doing and focusing on when it comes to the great hymns of the church. And we have looked at several of the great hymns that we sing, the stories behind them, their lyrics, and how they relate to Scripture. And today we're going to finish this series by talking about one more great hymn. It's the hymn, He Keeps Me Singing. It sounds like a very positive song, and if you did not know the story behind the song, you would assume it was written from a positive place in life. The first stanza of the song says, There's within my heart a melody. Jesus whispers sweet and low. But if you knew the story, you would be even more surprised that the writer would say that there was within his heart a melody. It was written in 1910 by a young preacher named Luther Bridges. Luther started preaching when he was 17 while attending the Asbury College in Kentucky. Now, if you'll remember, a couple of months ago there was a great revival on the campus of the Asbury College in Kentucky. Luther Bridges was a student of Asbury in 1910. After graduation, Luther Bridges was blessed with a beautiful wife and three boys. And in that fall, he was preaching a long campaign across the Midwest. So he took his wife and three boys to his wife's parents' home in Harrodsburg, Kentucky, where they could stay while he would be gone preaching for several weeks. One evening, neighbors woke up in the middle of the night to the sight of Luther's in-law's home, which was on fire. They ran to wake them up. Luther's in-laws escaped, but Luther's wife and three sons died in the fire. Luther went through a terrible depression and became suicidal. And according to Luther Bridges, what kept him alive were the passages of Scripture that described singing the songs of the night. The songs of the night was a key term for Luther's life. Job mentions the songs of the night, and you know from your study of God's Word that Job was a man who endured all kinds of suffering, all of it undeserved. He had done nothing wrong, but he went through a terrible storm in his life. 
Job penned in Job chapter 35, verse 9, that men cry out under a load of oppression. They plead for relief from the arm of the powerful, but no one says, where is God my maker who gives songs of the night? The psalmist penned in Psalm 77, verse 6, I remembered my songs of the night, my heart mused, and my spirit inquired. Songs of the night was a term to describe how one could find comfort in God, even during those times of darkness, and darkness being a metaphor for suffering or troubled waters. Well, during his depression, Luther Bridges wrote the song, He Keeps Me Singing. It speaks to this idea of constant singing, especially during the tragedies of life. Luther Bridges later remarried. He continued to preach until he retired in 1945, and he passed away in 1948. And according to Luther Bridges, this song was the most foundational accomplishment of his ministry. Let's listen to this great hymn together, He Keeps Me Singing. There's within my heart a melody, Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, I am with thee, peace be still, in all of life's ebb and flow. Soon is coming back to welcome me, far beyond the starry sky. I shall wing my flight to worlds unknown. I shall reign with Him on high. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know. Feels my every longing, keeps me singing as I go. The chorus of the song says that Jesus fills every longing. How does Jesus fill every longing of our lives? Well, I guess that I guess that's partly based on our willingness to be filled. But if we are willing to be filled by Christ and by his spirit, he does indeed fill every longing. Paul would write in Colossians chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, that you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I love that verse because it reminds us that Christ is our security because our life is hidden with Christ. But Paul also reminds us that Christ is our sustenance because he is our life. Jesus would make a similar statement in John chapter 10, verse 10, when Jesus would say that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Some translations will use the term the abundant life. It's what Jesus wants us to have, a life that fills every longing that we have. And Paul would write in Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11, what he had learned was the purpose for his life. 
Paul said, I want to know Christ. I want to know the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in his suffering, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. In that same chapter, Paul had mentioned all of the accomplishments which he had enjoyed in his life. He was a great student. He was a great Pharisee. He was known for his scholarship. He was known for the family from which he hailed. But Paul said, none of that compares to the beauty of knowing Christ. Jesus fills every longing. But back to Luther's phraseology of songs of the night that bring us comfort in times of struggle. How do we keep singing those songs of the night? Well, in that same chapter, Philippians chapter 3, Paul would give one piece of advice when he would say, you have to forget what is behind and you have to strain toward what is ahead. We can never live a God-honoring life tomorrow if our eyes are glued to yesterday's rearview mirror. We have to keep going. We can't quit. We can't always look behind us. We have to look in front of us. Which is why the psalmist would write in Psalm 146, verse 2, I will praise the Lord all of my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. But why is singing such a powerful tool to help us cope with grief? It was for Luther Bridges. If I were to guess, it's probably a good tool for you in times of sadness and heartache. Well, I think that's because singing is much more than just a musical experience. God designed the blending of our voices for community, for education, and for thanksgiving. There are two main passages that describe our singing in the New Testament. One is in Ephesians 5, one is in Colossians chapter 3. They are almost identical statements. We often discuss these passages when it comes to the topic of how we should worship, and that's important. But these verses also remind us what happens when we do worship. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20, Speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. And always give thanks to God the Father for everything. In Colossians 3, Paul would say, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. As we sing, we teach, we admonish, we encourage, we give thanks. It is much more than just a musical experience. It encapsulates our brain, our heart, our mind. Paul would say in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15, I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my mind. You see, hymns remind us who God is, what we believe, and where we're going. And with these truths echoed through song, coping with grief becomes much easier. Thank you again for joining us for this series over some of the great hymns that we sing. 
I hope we will always be a people who love to sing and whose lives are songs to the Lord. Join us next time as we begin a new series over dating and marriage. As always, may God bless you. Keep your eyes on heaven. And I can't wait to talk with you next time.